Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Fuck that noise. We're not quitting. You're listening to the F That Noise podcast featuring Pete Melia. But we're talking about shit here. Jamie Klein. No one wants to smell your dirty fucking shit. Mike Burdick. Feel like I'm in group. Steve Taylor. Is he getting his ball slapped by some other dude? And Keith Greaves. You get a fucking sausage. Welcome to episode 43 of F That Noise, which we uh, had, it seems like every other episode we do is somebody else fucking dying around here, but uh, nonetheless. <laughs> right? Uh, Sometimes we're dying. I think this is, I gotta go back, I should I should have counted before we went on the air, but I think this is like our fourth R.I.P. episode. I mean, we had R.I.P. Jerry right. Stiller. Who else am I forgetting about? Anyway, there's Danny been a- Aiello. Danny Aiello. Danny Aiello was only a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And now, we like a lot of people that die. Here yeah. we are, Sean Connery passing uh, on October 31st because he couldn't take 2020 anymore. Uh, okay. Can't blame him for that. But welcome to the program, folks. We are streaming live on Facebook, our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash noise slash live. Um, Mike, Mike's live. Oh, Mike's live. Mike's Sorry, always yes. live. All the way live. And, uh, yeah, so uh, if you're watching the stream, uh, from the upper left corner, we have Mr. Mike Burdick. Oh, and Steven Taylor. Hi. Pete Melia. Shit talking. And James Klein. Klein. James Klein. Oh. Oh. Christ almighty. Way. Um, Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. So we start every episode with a drive of the week. If you don't know what a drive is, a drive is a line from a movie or a TV show said with exceptional volume and velocity. And this segment belongs to Jamie Klein. All right, ladies and Del Betts, what we have here is, <laughs> is, a, uh, is an inside joke. Uh, now, what we have here, I've got to do a Sean Connery tribute. However, it was really hard to find a Sean Connery drive. I thought for sure, I was telling the guys before the show, I thought for sure I could find one for the Untouchables. I could not find one. Um, I thought there was a drive during any Angels of the Last Crusade. We was talking about burning books. That really wasn't much of a drive. I did come across one. It's a somewhat decent drive of a trunked movie uh, with him and Wesley Snipes called uh, was it Rising Sun. And uh, I actually saw this in the theater and I completely forgot about it, except for a part where Sean Connery punches a guy in the throat, like a body bodybuilder or something like that. I don't I don't remember the movie. The movie 
blue moose cock, but that's the reason I saw it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, here's okay. here's a drive from the late. Oh, it's so hard to say this. The late Sean Connery. It happens like my orgasm blink and you miss it. Yeah, it happens real fast, your kid. So listen up. And don't you fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fuck with me! Guys, expression is the best. Don't you fuck with me! And don't you fuck with me! And don't you fuck, fuck with me! Him. The best is the guy's reaction. You know, I would love it if, like, the director goes, "All right, we're ready to roll now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you mean we haven't started yet? And don't you fuck with me? That's good. But, I mean, honestly, if Sean Connery was yelling that to you, whether it was part of a role or in real life, how else would you react? I mean, honestly. I, I would listen, for God's sake. I would, I, I would fuck with him. I would, <laughs> no, I I would automatically get erect. I would tuck my chair into my sternum and just fucking walk away because there's just no winning the day if Sean Connery... I would tuck something, for sure. That's right, you right. would. <laughs> Come on, Mike. We know it's not big enough to talk. <laughs> no, I'm optimistic. What can I tell you? Like Justin talk. God. And that was the drive of the week. <laughs> Brought to you by Trashman Media for all the latest Blu-ray, DVD, and movie commentary. Head to trashmanmedia.com and also on Twitter and Facebook. And don't you dare forget about checking out www.bizarrebits.com for your latest news and no bullshit. Don't you fuck with me? It's my what? <laughs> All right. So I'm let's, on the bar. So before we get into the Sean Connery, let's go and hit up the entertainment headlines brought to you by Google News. See if there's anything oh. that we care about. Uh, Dancing with the Stars judge Carrie Ann Anaba says she's bullied by viewers. I don't know. Uh, tough shit. You know, that's the one that was in Austin Powers. Dancing with the Stars. That's a, the one of the dumbest wait, fucking reality shows. Wait, wait, oh, I forgot. My wife. Isn't about time? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, the only thing she's got going for... Dancing with the Porn Stars. She, she was in... Uh, Jason dance, dance with T.T. Boy or something like that? That would be awesome. Oh, <laughs> she was in Austin Powers. That's the only thing she's got going for her. The yeah, she was... Uh, me or Fook You. She was one of the two. Yeah. From Goldmember, one of the twins. Yeah. Yeah, Lamber She was yeah. the other twin. Yeah. I'm all right with her being bullied. Yeah. <laughs> the little robot from Miami Spice 2 were in the. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, about, how, about, how about Kanye West voting for himself? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, he, was on, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Did you watch that? I like Bible. And everyone's like, oh, now it makes sense. He was totally misunderstood. It's like, no, he was fucking out of his mind. <laughs> like, listening to that thing, I was like, he's nuts. He's oh, yeah, he's out of his fisher. He's lost it. He has lost it. He's a few sandwiches short of a picnic. That's because he can afford to be. I see this article now about Harrison. Why is this so crazy? Because <laughs> can afford to be. <laughs> Harrison Ford uh, remembering Indiana Jones dead, Sean Connery, and it was reminding me, uh, Steve, tell that story that you that we read on IGN today about Sean Connery. The Michael Bay story? Yeah, yeah, the Michael Bay story. 
Well, uh, Michael Bay was, I believe he was, he was ill and he couldn't stop shooting because they didn't have enough money to postpone. And he said the studio was really on his ass because he was two days behind. So Sean Connery said, next time you go meet with the executives, you bring me with you. And he brought them. They were eating at some cafeteria school near where they were filming. And Connery came in, sat down and just laid into them and, he, he got so pissed. They were like, "All right, how much do you want?" And he got more money for the movie <laughs> for the rock. How, how much would you give to be a, <laughs> a, a fucking fly on the wall when that shit went down? I mean, oh, I would have loved that. Oh, that would have been nice. Because I would imagine he looked at the Disney execs and just, you know, and don't you fuck with me. Just kind of that was it. <laughs> that was but now it. the funny part about Last Crusade is, isn't Connery only like ten years older than? Less or ten or twelve years older than or something. No, no, less. I think. I think he was like. No, eight years. I don't think Ford's in his eighties yet. Mm. I don't know. If only we had an electronic device that we could look that up. Vibrant. <laughs> hey Google, how old is That would be another way. Mine is called Doctor Jones, and whenever I put it up my butt, I go. Nee! I couldn't hear. I, I, I could. I couldn't hear my. <laughs> I couldn't hear my, 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 my Google Mini's response, but it was in the 70s. Uh, Johnny Depp indeed. loses a high-stake late libel case. We have many good adventures together. So so what was this whole thing with Johnny Depp? Wanted to, he lost against a, a tabloid, but not against... I thought he was going against his ex-wife or something. I don't know. No, a tabloid it. that posted photos of her bruised face and saying he was a wife beater. He said they didn't have really, like, the photos were not 100% accurate and they didn't have a, enough detail, but they still let it, they, he still lost that case and they were able to publish it. Anything about her dropping uh, uh, Lincoln Logs in his bed? <laughs> no. Because, you know, at first, she, at first she sent out all those photos of her all beat up and there's a video of him, like, getting pissed. And, no, you know, no, she, no one had posted anything about the fact that she was, like, batshit crazy. And then all of a sudden that came out like months afterwards after he had already gotten sense of the wolves. Oh, wow. This is from the... Uh, Johnny the, Depp. Is, there's nothing sacred, you know? The, like, <laughs> guess, guess you could it say was, uh, 12 years, by the way. 12 years. This is I'm seeing this article on uh, the news, on this news oh, website. Oh, 12 year called, difference between Ford and uh, Connery? Yeah, 12 years. Mm-hmm. He was right. Oh. Connery. It's like an older brother. Connery. <laughs> was dad. It was an early, <laughs> early bloomer. So Johnny Depp, after losing his high-stake libel case, knee-deep in financial ruin, he claimed he has lost his $650 million film fortune and was now drowning in $100 million debt. And now that he's lost his libel suit... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, against news group newspapers, he now has to cover their legal fees as well. So Johnny Depp is financially fucked. Would you say he's Johnny Depp? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, wait. I got you one better, Steve. He's not deep in debt. He's Depp in debt. Sorry. Oh, God. 
<laughs> so he's going to start doing the Nicolas Cage route of making every direct-to-video movie he can just to pay his bills. Pretty much, whatever. Uh, what, if he, what if he walks away and goes, Map! He's Johnny Mep. Oh, Jesus Christ. I never would have thought of that. See, I don't feel bad for him because he has like this insane amount of houses. And I saw an interview where he has like a $15,000 a month wine bill. Yeah. yeah, right. So I don't fucking feel bad. The man lived a life. Yeah. It's like, if he started like the Three Stooges, would he be Johnny Shemp? Okay. Now we, now we've we've I mean, officially crossed the line now. Oh, slapped him five times. I will have another drink. That is Edward Penis hands. And I know you were no, I know you were nervous, but Baby Shark Dance is now top Despacito as the most viewed YouTube video ever. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Oh, baby, baby shark, do 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 do. Jamie, you don't know baby shark? Because I have me... no idea what the fuck. That was fucking awful. It's 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 it's, it's fucking disgusting, is what it is. Know. Here, let me let me let me let me let me treat you. Hopefully, we don't get an ad here. No, no, of course, no, we get an ad. Let's not do that. No, what do you? No, we don't want to. We don't want to crash. No, all three of our viewers. I want to see. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> There you go, James. This is we get this earworm in your in your head. Didn't we see this in Cruel Jaws? Oh, Wait, that's it. What the hell? <laughs> Pink's, Pink Fallen. Pink Steven Fallen. You mean that was it? You lasted longer than I thought you would. You lasted a lot longer than I thought you would. But yeah, that's now the most viewed YouTube video ever. And you know, there's just. I've heard that a number of times. Oh my God. I don't get it. What's that supposed to be? It's what it's entertaining for the kids, apparently. And for like infants and shit. That's just parents leaving that shit on loop and just walking out of the house for like a week and a half and coming back. Or shooting themselves in the garage. I know. What is it like? Supposedly, like a high view video or something? Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, I thought it was the theme song for El Siegelson. Oh, ouch! <laughs> ouch! Well, ouch! ouch. Happy land here in this country than I thought. <laughs> well, that was out of some Asian country, wasn't it? Didn't that originate out of like Korea or Japan or something? Like COVID. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> from uh, Devin- Baby Shark is far more deadly than COVID. COVID Shark. From Devin Ivy. <laughs> COVID Shark. Kafka, Kafka. <laughs> I was coughing the whole time. <laughs> from uh, Devin Ivy over at Vulture.com. The Rock Hall figured 2020 induction performances would be too boring, so there aren't any. With this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony going virtual on November 7th due to the coronavirus pandemic, fans who wanted to pay their respects to the classics might be surprised by the ceremony's runtime. It clocks in at just over two hours, substantially down from its usual overstuffed four- or five-hour boomer stampede. The main reason for the downsizing is the lack of any sort of performance throughout the induction, not even an all-star jam with the inductees attempting something fun over Zoom. 
Wow. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fucking sucks anyways. Oh, yeah. It just does. But like they're so fucking atrocious. But wasn't I mean, Jamie's Ozzy Osbourne not in the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, I, 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 wasn't I, I, Jamie's rant in the first two episodes of the show when he went off on the Rock yeah. and Roll Hall? Well, yeah, yeah because it's it more of, because it's more of a music Hall of Fame and not really Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I hate that shit. We're like everything is Rock and Roll. No, it's not fucking. It's not. No. But like you, if depending on the inductees, you have like the the potential for greatness. Like the 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 one that we talked about on another episode was uh, while my guitar gently weeps with fucking Prince playing the freaking solo. Oh my god, that was fucking amazing. That's an amazing uh, performance. But again, that's one in how many? So yeah, like fuck that noise. Yeah, fucking Baby Shark theme's gonna get fucking nominated before Motorhead. Are you you're, probably you're, you still have that tune you still have that Let tune in your head, don't you? Check, 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 check. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just saw this headline. Uh Matthew McConaughey said he'd support his kids if they want to follow in his footsteps. No big deal. But I just watched The Gentleman again and man, I gotta tell you. That movie is is great, but I, I I'm trying to remember when exactly I started to think Matthew McConaughey was cool again, and I think it was Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, earlier than that for me. It's I'd fucking Rain Dallas, of Fire. Dallas, I was going to say Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, I well, never no, saw that. He actually filmed Wolf of Wall Street before Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, because you could tell he's skinny as fuck. Skinny as shit. He was starting to lose the weight for it, I think. I'd say Wolf of Wall Street might be my favorite role he has ever been in, because even though it's so small, it's Jack Death. Oh my god, I crack, yeah. crack my ass up every time I watch that scene. Well, he had, he had told a story that they shot five um, five takes of his scene at the restaurant with DiCaprio, and they were ready to move on. And DiCaprio asked them because that pounding the chest thing is something he does as like a warm up. Yeah. DiCaprio said, "Can you do that in the scene?" And so they filmed the sixth one with that in it, and that's the one that made it to the movie. And you think they okay. used that later in the film when he did it with everybody? Yeah, yeah, he's, a, he's an actor. He's grown on me. I've, I've liked that guy. I think I started liking him around Tropic Thunder. I thought he was funny in that. And <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I like that. Oh, I forgot. You're drunk and rain of fire over here, man. Oh, you know what, Steve? That's actually a good point. So that one I watched on VHS tape when I used to work at a video store, and it was more for Christian Bale. And at the time, I was like, ah, it's Matthew McConaughey. He does all these fucking romance bullshit movies. I'm like, but Christian Bale's actually a pretty good actor. I watched that. I was like, holy shit. Matthew McConaughey chews the scenery on that. Oh, he fucking, <laughs> I, I saw I, an interview with him where he wait, said that's one of his favorite roles. Did you say he chews the scenery? No. Yes, he does. He chewed all the scenery. Oh, my God. Chews. That sounds bad. Chews. Chews. That movie was really kosher. So what was Reign of Fire about? <laughs> it was a dragon movie. It was about uh, dragons. But he plays like this badass former military dragon hunter. Who's like jacked and bald and fucking pissed? And oh my god, it was awesome! Yeah, it's completely over the top performance, which is awesome. I will say that I liked him in A Time to Kill before I thought he was cool. I like that too. That was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Jamie did too. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. I could see. Well, what's the official Jamie review of A Time to Kill? Yeah. <laughs> it's a time to move on to Sean Connery. Yeah, right. there you go. And that was headlines. <laughs> I got to. I got to come up with some kind of like audio transition for that. But anyway, 
So Sean Connery passed away, and we're all kind of bummed out. Uh, so obviously he's iconically known as James Bond. For how many movies, Jamie? Was he James Bond for? About a million. Um, no. He's seven. Double O seven. Are we counting? Never say never again. Let's get nerded out. Yes. No. Oh, Mike says no. Steve says yes. Why wouldn't we count Never Say Never Again? It wasn't an official one. It's not an official one. It does not have the classic. Might as well count Austin Powers. That way we're not counting Austin Powers. It's almost like including. (laughs) 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 Oh, Pete, that was awesome. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess I I didn't realize that. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've very, I've seen very little James Bond movies, and I'm sure you're all shocked by that. It was done um, by a different studio. Shocking. And- <laughs> no, no, seriously, like I'm trying to think. I don't have a list of James Bond movies here. I just have Sean Connery up here and, and James Bond actors. But like growing up in the oh, 80s, I, I definitely. What? I said I got a list of those fucking movies right up here. Okay, so spit them out. In your headphones. All right, you want me to go in order? Yeah. All right, so it goes Dr. No, From Russia with Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, Honor Majesty's Secret Service, uh, Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die, Man with the Golden Gun, um, Spy Who Loved Me, Moon Moonfucker, Moonraker. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, for Your Eyes Only, uh, Octopussy, View to a Kill, Golden Eye, then you got um, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, World Is Not Enough, Die Another Day. Then you got the, the some of the best ones, Casino Royale, um, Quantum of Solace, and Skyfall, and Spectre. You forgot to. You forgot to. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jamie missed the, uh, what's his face? Um, Timothy Dalton ones. Yep. Uh, You missed it. I skipped the Daltons. And I love the Dalton ones, man. The Living Daylights and License to Kill. License to Kill. Yep. I got the Dalton. Which might be the most violent one, License to Kill. License to Kill is fucking violent as shit. Try to watch the yeah. unrated version when the guy's head actually explodes. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Sorry, I'm, I'm eating all my olives from my martini because I'm oh. drinking all. <laughs> no, Jamie, no. Was it, was, it shaken, not, was it shaken, not stirred? I did shake it and did not stir as, it. As you should. Cool. I added I um, uh, vodka and a little bit of Gordon's and a little bit of sweet vermouth. Gordon's like the fisherman? No, I didn't, Jamie. Not at all. 
<laughs> so, you ever hear of the uh, the Polish martini? It's a glass of water with a booger in it. <laughs> I had two of those before the show. See, it's in your head now, though. It's in your head. It's not going away. You'll, you'll wake up with that yeah, shit in your oh, head. Christ. So, are we? Um, I, I say we loosely. Are are you guys of the opinion that Sean Connery was the best James Bond? I'm not. I think he was the second best. I'm I'm partial between Connery and Daniel Craig. I'm my two yeah. Oh wow! I'm Daniel Craig all the way. See, because I haven't seen any of the recent um, ones, so they're they're that good. Wait, you have not seen any of the recent ones? No, negative. You haven't seen Overbar? No, my God. Jesus Christ. Casino Royale is like a must-watch, period. That's my favorite Bond movie. Really? Oh, yeah. Easy. Nice. Casino Royale? Oh, it's so fucking good. Oh, yeah. And I like them all, so. Yeah. Yeah. Those are fucking I mean, a lot of the Roger Moore ones can go fuck themselves, but. But that, that's when I came into the series. The yeah, me too. It's hard for me to discount those, even though, yeah, I agree with I'm you. I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah. Pussy is the one I started with, and I'm like, ah, I got a soft spot for that one. I do too. I think, yep. I think Plus, see, that was that one with For Your Eyes Only. That was my first one. Yeah, I've seen For Your Eyes Only. Christopher Walken, so. Yeah. Oh, a Kill, that's right. Yeah, I've seen. Had a great soundtrack, but the movie wasn't great. The soundtrack's awesome. The movie freaks. Was that Duran Duran? Um, At the same time, I like. I, I don't know. I think you gotta. I, I think you gotta give it to Sean Connery, just because even though those new movies are awesome, they wouldn't have happened if Sean Connery hadn't done everything he did. Don't you fuck with me? That's my kind. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's yeah. kind of the foundation. It, it's sort of like, um, you know, you just gotta respect what they've done now. It's they're such good movies, but they're so different. And don't you fuck it's with me? It's just a different era, and he like made that. He made, yeah. You know, during the pandemic, when everyone was all shut down, I did a Bond marathon virtually, and because they were all streaming on either Netflix or Amazon Prime, and so uh, Dave and I were these. We had you know martinis. He was at his house, and I'm at my house, and we watched Doctor No from Russia with Love, Goldfinger. Then we jumped to A Spy Who Loved Me, and then Goldeneye. And let me tell you, there is a huge difference between those first three. And those other two, mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh, man, it's a massive drop. And not to mention, Doctor No is way fucking better than I ever remembered that movie. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still partial to Goldfinger. Don't get me wrong, but oh yeah, Doctor No is great. Doctor No is so good. Yeah. So um, yeah. I, I I also think it's just the difference in how they made movies then, you know, and and yeah. and the detail that they put into them, and then after a while. They didn't have a sequel genre, but they were like shooting them out as fast as they could. So they were trying to do that without like a formula. I, I think those first three though are awesome. Oh, yeah. And usually underrated was Honor Majesty's Secret Service. I mean, that one has probably the most depressing ending. Like that ending is seven in that movie. Yeah, it is. Are we doing our top three or five or whatever? Yeah. Bond films? Go ahead. You and Steve and Pete are probably the, the, uh, Mike, are are you versed in the Bond universe? Not as much as that, I would say. No, I would go with the three of them. All right, go you three. What do, what's your top five or top three? Uh, Jim, you go first. You're well, like you the super inverse. Yeah. All right, all right. Number five, I'm going Casino Royale. I loved Casino Royale. 
and I had really low expectations going in that movie. I did not want to see that movie. I thought it was going to suck. I was like, oh, come on, this is a fucking prequel, and they're restarting the series. I was completely wrong. It was awesome. So that's number five. Number four, I got to go with Dr. No. After watching that just recently, I thought that was so goddamn good. And it's the the origin of James Bond. It's the beginning of James, not the origin, but it's the beginning of James Bond. It is great. Number three, I'm going with Goldfinger. Goldfinger is the best Connery Bond film. It is so awesome. You got yeah. the, the, the best villains, the car, everything about Goldfinger is ooh, perfection. Number two, I'm going with my favorite Daniel Craig one, which is Skyfall. I was blown away by Skyfall, especially the part when he finally gets the, uh, the Aston Martin. Oh, my God. <laughs> So badass! I thought the the uh, the acting was great. I loved uh, Javier Bardem as the uh, the villain. Uh, it, Skyfall blows me away every time I watch it. My all time favorite Bond film and it's never gonna get knocked down is one that Steve just mentioned. Honor Majesty's Secret Service is my opinion the greatest Bond film. Wow! And funny thing is, it's with George Lazenby. Who is fine as Bond? He's not great. He's not bad. He's he's fine, but the story alone is so complex and interesting. And Telly Savalas is amazing as Blowfield. He's the best Blowfield um, of all the ones I've ever had in all the series. I thought he was a great Blowfield. It's one of the longest Bond films. It's got this huge long action chase scene at the end of the movie on the, uh, the ski slope. And it ends, you know, spoiler if you don't want to hear this, but it ends with Bond getting married and his wife is murdered with a drive-by of Blowfield's gang members. And it ends with him holding his dead wife and he looks at the screen and the movie ends and it doesn't have one of the songs. I believe it's the Bond theme or, or, or some, mm-hmm. some other theme. And it also has a great soundtrack. It has... Um, uh, we've got all the time. What is a uh, we've got all the time in the wound. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what was what was that? Oh, great, it's got that. Yeah, who's that? Who's that guy? The, the the great Satchmo did that song. It was awesome. Louis Armstrong. Oh, Louis Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I that is my all time favorite Bond film. I fucking love that movie. Wow. I'm cl- I'm close to Jamie. I have um my number five is Honor Majesty Secret Service. Number four, only because of what you guys are saying, like it was my first real entry into the series, and so I love it for that, is for your eyes only. Um, my third is Skyfall. My second is Goldfinger. And my first is Casino Royale. I think Casino Royale is one of the best action movies, period, that has been made in the last 20 years. Like, it's it's just a great, great, great action, just amazing movie. Ours is almost identical. Um, switch out Doctor No and For Your Eyes Only. That was like the only difference right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think my list is going to be too much different. Though I, I think I put Gold Goldfinger at number two, um, and I think uh, Skyfall probably at number three. Uh, now nah, this is tough. I don't know. <laughs> right? What do you, you put said- at number one? You said number one was Casino Royale for me. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it, it just the, the villains in that movie and all of it was just to me that was the way I always kind of pictured Bond was supposed to be played. Hmm. That was yeah. hard. And, and I definitely want to throw an honorable mention to both. Um, uh, God damn it, Timothy Dalton ones. I really 
you know, he got a lot of shit for his bond for some reason, but both of the movies, uh, Living Daylights and License to Kill, I enjoyed both quite a bit. But it was tough because From Russia with Love was probably my, I think it was might have been my first Bond movie. Um, absolutely wow. love that movie. Love that Bond. That was one that was on the top five that I have to put on there. Hmm. <laughs> Does Goldfinger get any bonus Does Goldfinger get any bonus points for inspiring Goldmember? They should. Fucking love Goldmember. See, Goldmember is interesting because that movie I hated the first time I saw it, and then every time I watched it, I liked it more and more. Now it's my favorite Austin Powers. You do appreciate it more, yeah. It definitely. It was. I wasn't into it at all. It definitely grows on you, and I agree with you, Steve. That's not my favorite of the of the. There are a number of films like that that grow on you depending on where you are in your life, like twenty years later. I think. Yeah, that's true. Can I Jack, paint Jackie, as you who Jackie God. Brown's another one for Quentin Tarantino. I thought it was like so much better as I got older. Yeah, Russ Meyer's up is for me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on, Steve. That one just keeps getting better. How about better, you? Huh? It's nice. Crazy Dutch bastard. I'm starting to look more like Ray the older I get. It's off, right? All right. What about yours? Who? Hmm? What? Mike's Bond films. Uh, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I'm not as big on it as you guys. Like I always enjoyed them. I, I, I love uh, of Goldfinger. Um, I, I, I love, I love the new ones a lot. Um, but I, I've never really been a, a huge fan like you guys of it. My, my Sean Connery was always not James Bond. My Sean Connery was in his later films. You know. Mm. And I and I that's where I fell in love with them. Um, but I think that goes to Keith's second part of the question more than anything. What, what was the so, second? Part? I don't know if we want to transition to like our favorite Sean Connery role outside uh, of James Bond. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let's do that. Bar oh. none, my favorite uh, Sean Connery is is The Untouchables. Nice. Um, that's that's just a movie like like from I think it was first of all it's from 1987. Which right, <laughs> right away, you know, oh. but uh, but it's also it, it captures uh Chicago in such a great light, like the whole city. I think it, you know, I I don't even know if it was filmed there, but it was very well done in in a, in, a, in really captured the spirit of Chicago, and uh, David Mamet doing the script and Sean Connery just was like the cornerstone of that whole movie. And I say that being a huge Robert De Niro fan and enjoying him always, but. Sean Connery. Such an underrated Nero role, too. It is, but but Sean Connery was really like the backbone of that entire thing. And um, you know, um I, I just I can't get enough of it. I, I just always love that role the best. So that to me that's the standalone film for for Sean Connery. That's a great pick. Great. Pick. See, mine is gonna be kind of it, it might be surprising because I love all of his movies, but there's one that just once again, it was something from my childhood and it was kind of stuck with me. Is he played Ramirez in Highlander? Oh, that's not where I thought you were going. <laughs> I love, love that movie and I love his role in that movie. I, I, I haven't seen that forever. That was the origin story, right? Of it? Or? Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah. With the, like the, men, the, men, the mentor? Or? Yep. Yeah, it could be only it, was, it was, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was a hammy role for him, but it was, it was 
awesome. I love oh, it. It's fun. It's fun. That's not where. Can I say the one I thought Mike was gonna pick? Um, I thought Mike was gonna go with a little Time Bandits around here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love, I love him in Time Bandits. But but if you look at it, time. I love like the movie Time Bandits, obviously. But if you look at Sean Connery in that, it really doesn't capture Sean Connery. He's right. only in it for like ten minutes, and he, you know, whatever. And he's not, he's not really a major part. And I, I know they. When it came out, they must have blown it up as like, oh, Sean Connery's in this movie, but he's only in there for like 10 minutes and he's like a really straight laced character. So I'd, I really wouldn't count that as one of his best roles. Mm-hmm. My favorite. I did think. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Say, my, no. my, my favorite is probably like the easiest one because it's probably the one most people remember him from. And that's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I think that that movie is just phenomenal in my opinion. I just like the way that it 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 flows and Temple of Doom was kind of was kind of heavy and freaking what well, may not have been a bad movie, but it's not my favorite out of the trilogy. And The Last Crusade having Sean Connery in the role as Indiana Jones's father and the way him and Harrison Ford played off each other the whole time and uh, I I just think that's it is a great movie. So that's my favorite role. That should have ended the series too. I'm so pissed that they made another one. Yeah, I know. That was a perfect ending to that series. I also think it's interesting that uh, that's one of two times where they really used the James Bond persona in other mediums and other, um, not mediums, but other, uh, other film genres. And, you know, who do you have as the dad of, of Indiana Jones? We have James Bond, you know, so that before they did anything, they had such a larger than life character, you know, fill that role as the father. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what made it more than anything. I mean, he had amazing comedy in it, but the fact that he already had such stature and they did it again. I know that some people have some problems with it, but um, he's so good in it. We I think we all agree. The Rock, yeah. he's, sort of, he's sort of portraying that James Bond character later in life after he's been in prison or whatever and I, th- I think that they that, that 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 james bond character for him was so connected that they could put him in other things and he would just he would just shine in it mm-hmm. so hmm. mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, i guess say too yeah it's, it's just it, it, the, the casting of that was just perfect it, mm-hmm. it it just it just was he was i mean trying to think of any other actor that you could put in that role Right. Um, that you would believe it and come away with a movie that was that enjoyable. Like one, yeah, yeah. Way. And one of the Perfect little case. things I liked about that movie was that Indiana Jones wasn't following in his father's footsteps so much as he was inspired. Right. They, they they came up with a guy that inspired him to 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 be the swashbuckling archaeologist kind of thing. Right. I, I like that. Yeah, the archetype. Yeah. And no one has ever said the word junior as awesome as he did. No. <laughs> junior. That's his name. Henry Jones Jr. And Connery fucked too. He fucked that plot. Yes, no. yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> I'm not sure that's uncommon, but yeah. Jamie, what's your favorite non He gave her his 007 intro. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I got to go with uh, uh, his role in Medicine Man. I thought it was <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> Such a. Oh, you and your Lorraine Bracco, Jamie. Fucking Last Crusade is his best role. I love Last Crusade. It's awesome. Yeah. And not to mention, it's like the first time you saw Connery in not a not so much of a macho role. He was more of this 
weaker, older man, even though he was like 60 at the time of shooting that movie. Yeah, it was a little crazy. Done. It was it was great. So uh, Last Crusade, just, I have fond memories of that movie. I think it's a fantastic film. It's, you know, next to Raiders, it's my second favorite of the uh, the Indiana Jones trilogy, I think. I mean, Temple of Doom. Ooh, it's hard to say because I love Temple of Doom. Ah, whatever. I feel like I think you could squeeze Temple of Doom right out of it and go right from Raiders to that. It would have been great. Oh, no. Temple's Temple's trunks. Oh, yeah. 13-year-old me is like, no, Temple is where it's at. Yeah. (laughs) Temple's awesome, but uh, you take Crystal Skull and you take that and give it the boot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That thing takes the ultimate loss. That, That thing... It's a bit of a stretch. I, I Jamie, a Jamie knows his labo. I feel like I, uh, I feel like I need to watch uh, the Hunt for Red October again. Oh, oh I did great too. movie! I need to watch that again because I saw that in the theater and I fell asleep. Oh no! I love that movie. It's so good. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is a pretty good movie. I, I think that's another one that would get much better with age. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I I agree with Mike on that one because it right, is I, it is slow. Um, but I think now that you not only Sean Connery, which gives an amazing performance in that movie, but also, you know, Jack Ryan as a character when we've seen so many incarnations of him in over the years mm-hmm. and to be able to go back and see that that uh, Alec Baldwin play that character would be so good. He's young as hell. Alec Baldwin He's almost unrecognizable. So I got a, a, a Connery story and I don't know how, how if this is bullshit or not. But um, I got this sent over to me from uh, one of our friends here. And um, it says this. I'm going to read it to you. It's super short. My favorite Connery story, I've heard it twice from two different Scots. I'm not sure if it's true, but who cares? So some golf course in Highlands is celebrating their 100th year anniversary. And Connery was the guest of honor. Most people at the event were trying to meet Sean for a quick chat. But of course, with so many people, it's hard to get a chance. But anyway, right at the end of the night, the friend of the dude I was smoking with outside. And as Sean Connery was leaving, one of the smokers says, Hey, Sean, you must have some great stories. Anything you can tell us? He says, Sorry, chops. It's late and I have to go. A few minutes later, he drives by in his Rolls Royce. And as he passed them, the driver stopped. And the Rolls Royce rolls the window down. Sean Connery pops his head out and says, 1967, Ursula Andrews, right up the ass. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but whatever. That I totally believe that story. I hope I'd like to think it's true for the good of humanity. Actually, yes. right. I for hope the good of her ass. I hope she was going, Doctor. No, no, no. <laughs> I hope to God that story is true. Brown figure in that one. Uh, right up the butt. Wait, Jamie, you were getting into it for a second. Go ahead, keep go, keep going. <laughs> I thought just like get like just getting Prince of Tides right up the bun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dear God! All right, well we're at the forty no. minute mark, so. All right. This has been episode forty three. Rest in peace, Mr. Connery. We'll see y'all next week as we approach. That 50 episode milestone coming up soon. FFatNoisePod.com. 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 That's pretty much it. And don't you fuck with me!